everybody coming into this week hot 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 with lots of energy and this is the sound check listeners welcome to the apprenticeship diaries where raw meets refined let's be real we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took what it takes and the stories that are made join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin Pardon me if you guys hear some driving, but um, I let me get my ass in gear first. I just had this inclination on the way to my appointment today. I actually saw the lovely John Simmons, and I got my acupuncture done, my healing. He's he's part of my healing journey, and I was moved to tears on my way here because I was just. I was just reflecting upon so much and, you know, a big thing that I do that I I think I've spoken about, but I don't know if I've really explained it or went into great depth is that I'm weird. I don't listen to a lot of music and things like that. I usually listen to podcasts and one of my favorite people lately to listen to has been Matt Walsh. He's like my, my crack but he's been off a lot lately. I don't know what's going on. He promises something very big, but I'm fiending. And so one thing, that's my new car, by the way. She, she warns me when I'm, when I'm doing things that she's worried about, which, which is a weird thing to get used to. Uh, I'll, I'll add because, you know, my, my car likes to bully me into doing things, which is interesting that a car is that smart. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I was thinking about how it is to, um, you know, this podcast journey. And when I kind of dip into certain gold, uh, gold tangents of my, I guess, freestyle ability. And one thing that I do, and I was kind of touching on this for a second is that I, I talk to myself in my car. Now, thank God for Bluetooth, because otherwise, I, I just, I just couldn't, <laughs> I just couldn't, like, do that without people thinking that I'm utterly insane. But when I'm having these self-discussions, uh, or, or grapples with my own mind, my own intellect, my own processing. That's really what I'm doing. I really, I feel like I come to some gold in, in my, like, like it's so connected to the source when I'm doing that. I mean, to the fact that I can cause my own being to tears. And that's what happened on my way to go see John. I was just... I was reflecting about how I, like, I, I put out a post on Facebook, basically, and the post was very earnest. I might share it as a part of the visual content of, of today's episode, but um, it, it, was, 
it was an honest admission of my heart about how much I can't, I can't understand people who don't believe in God. Like, I get not being Christian. Uh, fine. You know, like, that's not what you identify with. I don't feel, feel it's fine because I, I believe that the Christian God is God. And it's, in my heart, the only God worth praying to and asking from because I have come along and recognized so much of what I consider to be love within the Christian God that I can't see uh, praying or, or, or bowing to any other God than that because this God is the God of love. And I can, I can go more into that, I guess. But one thing I do want to tell you guys right now that I'm experiencing is kind of arresting me is it is hot as crap right now. And for the sheer love of wanting to get a good audio, I am not putting on my AC or opening the window. And it's kind of, it's kind of sauna-ish right now. And I just got my face attacked by John. And so my, my face is all lit up. It's like red as hell because we do this, this treatment on my face that basically, it, it's like tattooing your face almost. And it, and it helps the collagen in your face like activate and you know, we're, we're doing things. I'm getting older. So, you know, I'm doing some natural things that I, I can do to kind of keep myself tight and refreshed. And a lot of that is just having it done by John. But what I'm getting at is that it's really uncomfortable right now. Like my face just got lit up. I'm in pretty much a sauna right now talking to you guys. I'm going to air this because this, this is what occurred to me as I was rapping to myself on the way to John's is that, so my, my, like my favorite podcaster right now, like I said, is Matt Walsh. I love him. I know it's a very, very specific taste and he is my brand of snark and commentary. And I get how he is not for everybody. It's kind of why I like him a lot. Um, and he, he started his podcasting career in his car. And I think it was for a lot of reasons, but it, it was just, you know, I've always found my car to be an, any kind of travel to be a very distinct opportunity to get some self time and to just do the internal grappling that you do when you're just wombed up in a car and it's such a, I can't even, I can't, again, just like I can't understand people who don't believe in God. I can't understand people who don't really value the blissful moments in your car, yourself, where you just get to, you know, like you just get to breathe and appreciate this moment where it's just you, the road, and and this ability to enjoy that time and take advantage of that time. You know, people who I think, you know, just, I, I guess, just get too caught up in the mess of the road, which I guess is easy to do because you could really be upset that you're in traffic. And, you know, the moments where I get upset when I'm in traffic is when I have to pee. Um, so that adds a level of discomfort and anxiety that is very 
pressing, uh, literally, to my internal organs. And I thought to myself, you know, in regards to this whole, like, podcasting thing, I was like, you know, I haven't, it's occurred to me before to record myself in my car as I'm driving. I knew the audio would be kind of messy and, and not ideal, but, um, and I, and Matt Walsh, he, he recorded in a parked car, either outside his house or outside in a parking lot where, you know, you're just going to leave somebody alone if you see them talking to themselves in a car, like you're not going to mess with them. Um, but you know, for me, it's always driving. I don't just sit in a car and talk. I, I, I can't find time to just do that. Maybe if I had kids like he has or a wife or something, you know, I don't have, wouldn't have a wife, I'd have a husband, but I can say that I'm drawn to it for the same reasons because I do have a boyfriend and he is very encompassing of my, my attention and time. And so I, I appreciate the time that I spend in my car. I very much so do because it's very... It allows for this internal dialogue to just kind of feel its way through. And as I said, you know, I was sitting in here and I was kind of thinking about this this post that I made on Facebook. And it there literally was no challenge. There was no condemnation. There was just this earnest admission of mine that I cannot understand people who do not believe in God. It's it's a sincere sadness that I have. And and it that I that I can't understand it. Because if I can't understand it, I can't help, right? Like I can't fix, I can't help, I can't aid, I can't do anything. And I I, I want people to understand that when you are a person who knows so much about how you're able to get yourself out of certain situations, or you're the type of person who has just always been asked to tax your excuses. When, when you're put in a place where there's literally nothing you can do, that's probably the most uncomfortable you can be. And, and, and it really gets to that point when you meet somebody who you see is suffering and they don't believe in God. And you just know in, in your heart, like, first of all, you know that you know that the very lack of belief in God is the thing, is the thing that could deliver them from so much pain, so much suffering, but you just, and you know you can't give that to them. You know you can't. And I, I feel like as a codependent, this is like my ultimate trial of having to sit with so much discomfort in the face of all that I want so badly to see relieved, but it's not up to me. It's not up to me and it's not my cross to bear and I cannot fix it. I cannot fix it. I just have to sit with it. And it brought me to tears, guys, because I I was thinking to myself, like I was just letting that wash over me and I was arguing with people who would argue with me, who would 
you know, I, I know they weren't arguing. I know they weren't trying to argue. But they're argumentative people because they're smart people. And they are people who are very much so seeking truth. But they're people who don't believe. They're non-believers. And so when I put out a post that is a genuine admission of my own limitations, what they hear, and I know this is what they hear, what they hear is a, is a call to comment, a call to explain themselves and their own rationale and they do see a challenge they do see a poking they do see me being condescending in some ways or or positioning myself as better than them and that's not it at all what it is is my complete and utter admission to being no better than them no better than them at all See, they can't hear that. They, they're, they're seeking so much answers to something that I know that their heart is seeking, but that I also know that I can't give them. No amount of a Facebook post and a back and forth on Facebook is going to answer this for them. And really, the problem with them is always defaulting to other people to yield this proof to them. And you can't ask of other humans for something that only God can show you. If what you're asking for is proof of God, well, then you have to ask God. You have to earnestly go to God with that question. And I, I, I don't, you know, it, it was something that, that I, you know, and I felt a duty with each person who responded to my post in that manner to comment because that's my problem is to, is to want so badly for them to see what I see. And also I felt like it was necessary because I, I, I dropped the post, you know, like I put the post out. And these are my friends, right? These are people who I have accepted into my life and my circle and who I am speaking to. And this is their reply. This is what this is what they have to say about what I said. And so I feel an obligation in some ways to comment. Not an obligation to comment in affirming of what they say, but just a comment further because this is an opening up of discussion on some levels. Like I wasn't just casting something into a void. You know, I know there was many people, many people who just said amen or beautifully written or 100% or they shared their own testimony. But there was also a few, and these are the few people that I still have so much contention with in my life that I think that we want so badly to come together, but we just can't see each other. And that's, that's also what my heart was communicating is I just can't with them anymore I can't I want to but I can't it, it would be an abuse of both our times to force the issue and without that understanding without that common dialogue that common heart nothing can happen 
And it's so heartbreaking because you know that the answer is if we could just get past our shit, if we could just, if we could just sync up to something, we could do something. But that's it for me now. If we can't sync up in this belief in a higher power, if we can't sync up with this understanding of God, I can't with you. I can't. I can't. We're just going to spin our wheels talking about nonsense, and it's just going to be wasted, wasted energy and time. And I can offer you nothing, really. I mean, if you're a smart person, you'll hang on to the things that I have said, and you'll you'll bench them in the back of your mind. And even though you might not believe the validity of them at that point, you're at least listening. Because I know that that's how I was with people who were trying to call me to God. They, they would tell me things and I didn't fully understand, but I, I respected them enough and I wanted their friendship and their that connection enough to at least hold on to what they said until it proved itself to be true of my life and my experience. And isn't that how we always go, right? Like it isn't true until it's true for us. And, I, you know, that's... That's like one of the things about humans. Um, and God knows that. God knows that. That's why God has the grace God has. That's why great God merely says, if you believe in me, you will have salvation. You will be saved. You will be given eternal life. You'll be given everything. There is mansions waiting for you in heaven. I've I've made it so, and I know what non-believers hear when they hear that they think, well, why can't it be now? Why can't you bring that to me now? And the simple truth, which most people don't want to know the truth, but the simple truth is you haven't earned it. If you can sincerely look at what Jesus Christ did. By dying on the cross, despite not being guilty of a damn thing, his sacrifice on the cross, the brutality of that death and the brutality of what he endured for all of us. If you can honestly look... (gasps) Did it all not work? diary listeners I have so I got cut off I just found out something about my car and I'm gonna have to keep this um, I'm gonna have to keep this in mind if I'm gonna do this recording in the car thing so my car is is connected to my Bluetooth because that's a cool feature right like I can play my music through there or more likely with me my podcasts Um, but I just thought I'd get this out before I continued on because this is an an interesting revelation and why not share it? Uh, So I turned off my car and it stopped the recording. So I had this whole other bit in my car that didn't record uh, that was pretty awesome um, that I'm going to check back with... uh, 
with where I left off with, with the last recording, and <laughs> try very hard to um, pick up that energy flow. But that's, you know, that's what, that was what the whole experiment was. Uh, but I, I sat in my car for like a good two minutes, and I guess whilst it was great to sweat that little bit more, uh, I, I didn't actually fulfill what I was trying to fulfill. So I'm going to try and pick up where I left off and give you guys at least a little bit of what I was musing when I was parked in my car. Um, perhaps these recordings should only happen when I'm mobile. I don't know. Maybe it needs to be reserved on a cool day in my car if it's parked. You know, I can't. The fact of the matter is I like my Bluetooth engaged and it only is engaged when my car is on. And if I turn it off, then it cuts me off. So, <laughs> you know, I'm still figuring out this new car thing. And I've, I've really never had as fancy a vehicle as this for a while. My, my last car did have Bluetooth options, but because I always got new, new phones and just it, it, technology is something that I really don't embrace very much because I like the idea of kind of getting around it more. And so in that quest to be stubborn and get around technology, I end up not really being comfortable with technology and then I'm, I'm put into a position where I don't understand it enough once I finally start doing it and then I realize, oh shit, I could have I could have been doing a lot more had I just embraced this and not waged so much against it. But again, a lot of admissions here. It's just the hubris of my heart, my stubborn, stubborn brain, and um, my want to feel the pain, I guess, and and struggle. Like I like, I kind of like the suck of it. Um, not to many people's standards. It's very mild. I mean, if I compare myself to like David Goggins, I'm, I'm a pipsqueak. He would probably be yelling at me constantly and being like, get off your knees, pussy, get going. Like, what are you doing? I don't know what he would say, but that man freaks me out. He's, he's nuts. He's, he's crazy. The intensity that he lives in on a perpetual basis, but Hey, you know, uh, he has a purpose He's made the way he's made. I'm not made like that. and uh, But, you know, I guess if you're listening, you might be more made like me than than uh, David Goggins. I don't know. David, God, God, David Goggins is above what I can imagine. Like, he just... Look him up. You know, I don't want to rob you of the opportunity of understanding who I'm talking about. So look him up. He's intense. And if you like him, then, you know, great. <laughs> he, uh, he kind of pushes me too hard in my mind and I, it kind of freaks me out and puts me in a point of paralysis before I even get going. So that's what he does for me. But, um, you know, I guess I'm somebody's David Goggins too, you know, I don't know, but Anyway, I'm going to I'm going to pause here. Uh, I'm going to get up into uh, my actual auto re audio recording. I'm not going to record on my phone anymore. I just felt pressed to let you guys know what happened uh, as I was experimenting in my new car. All right. Pick back up in a sec.
Okay. Part of the mission of this podcast is to share really awesome people with all of you. So go check out Eden Health. This is my friend John Simmons' company. Through it, he does acupuncture, nutrition, microneedling, light therapy, but it doesn't stop there, everyone. <laughs> like it's he's he's a wealth of knowledge and I welcome all of you to meet him, go talk to him, reach out to him. You can find him at EdenHealthMD.com. Back to our podcast. What a multitude of discoveries that I am having right now. I just had to record a recording from my phone onto uh, Audacity because I couldn't convert the file because when my car cut it off, it damaged the file, corrupted the file. I don't know, guys. Like, this is, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But, uh, yeah, embracing the suck. So on with the podcast. All right. So I started. Hello, everybody. Uh, That was rude. Uh, Good day, listeners. This is Tuesday. Oh, my God. What day is it? It's the 5th. It's the 5th. September 5th. We're already in September. Hallelujah. It's not gotten cooler yet. It's hot, hot, hot. Um, <clears throat> so I, I started, uh, I started recording in my car today, and um, this will be actually featured after the recording that I did in my car. One thing that happened was that I got cut off, and <clears throat> I want to excuse me. I just wolf something down really quickly. I'm trying to take advantage of the time that I'm given to just have the house to myself and no external noises and, uh, you know, record in, in the solace of my home, which is not how I started today. I started today, like I said, in my car because I was experimenting. And um, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little upset about what was cut off, but I feel like it was God's will that I was cut off at that point. I learned something about my car. What I was getting at at the end of all of that was, I think, a frustration that I have because recently I have, and I expressed this at, at um, my acupuncture appointment with John today, recently I feel like I'm really being called to step up and I'm really getting tired of waiting for anybody else's timeline but my own. Like my body's calling at me. I'm, you know, John made me feel a lot better today. He always does. But I'm having some body pangs that are you know, I could look at it as oh, overuse industry, you know, injuries blah. injuries, or I could see it for what it is, which is just that I haven't been moving enough in the ways that I need to. I'm, and I'm not setting appropriate boundaries. And the frustration is that when you don't set appropriate boundaries with the people in your life, 
they take advantage. And what I was getting to at the end of that car monologue was that, you know, I I get wanting so much. I get that from my own heart. I, I have lots of compassion for that. And, you know, I'm I'm really trying to see that sinful nature in myself and have patience for it in others. But I, especially when I see people who are just kind of railing against life and they're, you know, wanting so much, but then you can kind of tell they're not willing. They're just not willing to do the work. They've been given so much opportunity. You know, as a person that might be involved with these people, because I don't know how you would, I mean, I could be frustrated with people like someone, some talking head, Matt Walsh. I could, somebody I love, you know, as a commentator, somebody I've never met. I could be frustrated with him. I think that's silly because I don't know Matt Walsh. I just, I love his commentary. So I reserve these intense feelings of frustration, me personally, anyway, for, for people that I actually know, (laughs) you know, the people I don't know, I usually, uh, reserve a, a more light, uh, observance or something that's more of like admiration. And if I don't enjoy, uh, experiencing them, I just don't experience them. It's very simple. It's very easy to just be like, well, I don't like being around you. There's nothing in this world that says I have to be around you. So I'm just not going to be, you know, and, uh, you know, so for the people in my life that I really was born to or that are very, very closely attached to me or that we're, we're doing any kind of relationship that's more intimate and more connected, um, I, I feel more of a liberty to express concern. It's caring. You know, if it's, even if I say it's frustration, that means that I have to care enough about this person and the situation and the outcome to even feel that. So there's, there's caring. But I guess a big admission for me right now is that I feel very, very hindered by the uh, timelines of other people and by watching other people spin their wheels despite what I know I've given them ample opportunity to step up to the plate with, like ample years sometimes. And I try to take every person as they come, but a big question in my heart, and I know this is maybe self-centered, but you, you know, you have to love yourself first to set proper boundaries in this world, is that if it doesn't concern me and if it isn't really in, in a place in my life where it can really affect my living, then it, it doesn't matter that much. I could have an opinion about it, but it doesn't matter that much. Whereas, you know, if you do have great power to affect my life, well, then it, it, it definitely does matter. And I've just reached a point where I am not willing to let anyone run roughshod over me at this point. And I've said it before, but I really, I mean, I think you have waves of when you, you just hit that wall of BS where you're just not 
cool with it anymore. And I'm there. I'm there with so many people in my life where I'm just like, dude, if you're not going to get busy moving on the things that you know, we know, we've discussed, we all, we've all talked about what needs to be done. We've all agreed that that's what has to be done. If you're not willing to do it, then I'm going to do what I got to do by myself. And, you know, I hate getting to this point. But, uh, you know, in the last in the last recording that I did that will be the beginning of this recording, the time in my car, which is pretty magical, I was getting to how God has actually provided everything for us, uh, you know, treasures and, and things beyond our wildest imagination. And I was getting to how I see so many people and I hear so many people wage war with God because they think all those things should just be given to them. And why not in this life? And why not right now? And why not because I just snap my fingers and it's done? Well, in my experience, uh, you don't appreciate it if it's just given to you. You just assume that that's how it is and you just move on and you think that that's how life is and that's how life is for everyone instead of seeing it for what it actually is which is a gift and I was getting to at the end of that last thing you know if you can honestly look at the sacrifice that Christ made on the cross when he did nothing wrong and you can honestly look at your own life and your own dedication to spreading only what you know to be right, just, and pure in this world. And you, th- you think that you, are, you have not sinned and you're ready. You're ready today to stand before God and meet that kind of scrutiny and judgment because you know in your heart you've done nothing wrong and you are as Christ. Uh, I, I can at least tell you that you're a better person than me. Uh, I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way at all. You know, I, I get waves over me sometimes of how unbelievably limited and horrible I am. You know, I catch myself thinking some things that are just so awful so so awful and I just can't I can't believe sometimes that that's how I am and you know I I I I can't I can't know the hearts of any other person you know and you can't know the heart of any other person so getting into this whole like you know, give me it now, I deserve it. Well, the real, the real thing that I'm pushing at is why do you think you deserve that? You know, you, you have unconditional love. God still loves you. Even if, even if you're a sinner, it's already, it's already, it's already paid for, but your refusal to believe in him 
well then god can do nothing it's just it's just it feels i feel very akin to that because if you're going to stand defiantly and say i know what's best i'm deserving i'm this i'm that i'm all these things well then fine you are how is me being a unconditionally loving person what what do i owe you more than just being like okay okay that's what you are that's what you are you're you're so deserving you know uh and you are everything so i you know cool everything already will come to you then and i don't know why you're even saying all these things because clearly you already have them they're already yours right you know you 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 think you're deserving so i don't i don't understand why we're sitting here and why you're questioning yourself as to why you don't have them and you're playing this very victim role as if you have no agency to affect change in your life because you're awesome right you're so awesome and you're so deserving no the truth the truth is is that we're not deserving and as i said in my car when I got cut off and I thought I was recording and I wasn't, you know, people want all this stuff that they haven't earned. You know, even before, excuse me, even before I framed God the way I do now, I looked at basic like work, life, socioeconomic situations and people who would you know, espouse about what they thought they deserved, I could look very easily at their life and their habits and the way that they handle things and was like, well, good luck with that kid because if you keep doing what you're doing, you're not going to have any of that. Any of it. You didn't earn it. You simply didn't earn it. And why do you think that you deserve it? And, you know, I, I, I know why I don't have a mansion. It's because I don't want a mansion or at the very least, I don't want to work hard enough to get a mansion or I don't want to push myself to certain levels of discomfort to have a mansion. It's quite frankly, to me right now, not worth it. It's not worth what I'd have to sacrifice in order to have a big house. I like my house. I think my house is actually a little too big for me right now. Um, You know, I think it's perfect for me and another person. I think me and Rico fill this place very nice. But, you know, I, at this point, it's it's perfect. It's, like, adequate, and I'm so grateful. And more than that, I know I earned it. I know everything in this house, everything that's here, I earned. And I make sure I did. Because if I ever get somebody wagging their finger at me trying to guilt me about what they think I should do or be or et cetera and so on and try to make me feel like I didn't, earn anything in here oh well I am gonna have the kind of arguing power to push back and be be like f you man you can just walk with that and I'm gonna pray for you that God moves in your life enough so that you recognize what horrible thing you just said to me and what horrible thing you just did to me and God works in your life enough to let you know who is actually worthy of certain things and if and if you really want to know what it takes and what 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 it is that gets people where they are i pray you feel that 
I feel, I pray to God you feel that in its entirety. And that's loving too. Because I'm not hurting you. I'm not, not anything. I'm just standing up for myself. And you're not going to manipulate me because you're not getting what you want. And quite frankly, that's all I hear from people in terms of God. They see God as some kind of like butler. Bring me what I want. Bring me, slave. And they have a lot of gall to talk about slavery, most of these people. You know, like they have all these opinions about what is and isn't slavery. And yet, in their hearts, that's, that's, that's what they really want. They want to be able to order order people and and deities around they want to be above that well that's not how it works you know i i'm reminded of a client of mine um i'm not going to say her name because i'm going to be talking about her and her daughter's relationship if she hears it then you know uh, hopefully she'll appreciate that i kept her name private but you know, she was confiding in me that her daughter really likes to emotionally blackmail her. And she asks for things that, you know, she's become accustomed to. And they've really become problematic for everybody moving forward in, in, in growth. And it's really becoming too much, uh, the, these things that this child has really become attached to as loving and as something that she wants. And, you know, I, I, I look at that and I think of it the same way that I do whenever I hear people talking about God. Well, I can't believe in God because he hurt me. Well, I can't believe in God because he made me sad. I can't believe in God because, you know, he killed my grandparent and, you know, any, anybody who would love me would never take something away from me that I want. You know, it's like, it's like a kid. These full-grown adults who talk about God that way. It's so unbelievably childish. You know, I told my client, I said, I, I'm sorry, dude. You know, maybe this is the reason why I'm not a parent. I don't know. But I laugh at your kid, man. <laughs> I tell her to cry me a river. I'll see you in the morning. And uh, I mean, I hope, I hope I see you in the morning. You know, I, I hope to God that both of us wake up and that we get to breathe air and something traumatic doesn't happen in the night. I really do hope. But I'm, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Because I know that it's, it's, it's not something you need. I know it's extra. And I know it's something that, you know, if I keep doing this, you're not going to live up to the best person you can be, and I'm not going to be able to grow. And, you know, I feel that with a lot of people in my life still. And, like, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even matter if they were a kid. Um, it, I think I'd be kinder if they were a kid. I don't know. I'd laugh at them. But these are, I mean, in my life, they're full-grown adults. They're full-grown adults that are still going to God like little fucking children. And, and they're whining about what they didn't get. And I just, at this point, I can't 
understand it. I can't understand it. I understand wanting more. You know, I want more right now. At church this past week, uh, one of our our parishioners, he brought up Oliver Anthony. And uh, he talked about how pivotal that, that music was and how in a night that man's life changed and he got this spotlight that if I, I have anything to say about it, I don't really think the man even wanted. I think he just, you know, I think he just wanted appreciation for what he did from the people who already appreciated him. And I think it's kind of frustrating when you're a person who hasn't changed and always been of the same being and consistent to overnight be put in this box, this category and labeled in a certain way. And, and you got what you got to buy into that. Like, I've heard even Matt Walsh uh, viewed, viewed uh, Oliver Anthony as kind of, you know, ungrateful. Um, and maybe, maybe, but I, I do think that that when you get that kind of attention that quickly, that's what happens. You know, you you're kind of dumbstruck by the 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 gravity of it all, and you don't get the slow, you know, kind of tolerance building assessment of where you're at. It just happens in a moment. And then you're put on this pedestal that is far, far too high. But I have to admit that when I was listening to this parishioner at my church talk about Oliver Anthony, I couldn't stop myself from thinking, wow, you know, you know, how cool would it be if that happened to me? If like overnight, one of my podcast episodes just got heard by the right person just in a moment went freaking viral. What 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 would I even do with that? How would I even be? Would I be any different than this man? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, what would happen to my relationships, to my friendships, to the people in my life? What what would I be able to make the kind of calls necessary to follow my heart? Am I really that committed? And it's just like a mansion, you know? Why don't I have it? And why am I not a, a, a podcast famous person? My guess is I didn't earn it. My guess is I'm not ready for it. You know, I, I, I feel like I talked about this in the very first podcast I have is that you just got to start doing something and appreciate the slow, slow, grow to awesome because if you get it all at once... If it's given to you in a moment, then yeah, it's answered prayer. But what you might find out is that you really, really, really weren't ready for it. And I want to be ready, baby. I want to be ready for it all. I want, I want to be able to stand up to, just like I'm able to stand up to anybody who would wag their finger in my face and say, you don't deserve this. I want to be ready to stand firm in that position that I'm in 
and run with it and let my life be just completely dedicated to that because I'll have known, I'll know that I put in the work, that I did all that I had to do. And, you know, I do believe that my body right now is going through certain pangs and things are difficult right now because I'm just simply not priming myself. I'm not getting ready. I'm not doing the things that I need to do to be ready. And I want to be ready. And I, I, you know, I could push it off onto a whole bunch of other people. That's a tendency to do. Um, and those frustrations are very real, but I can determine how much I let them, let them consume me and conflict with my ability to make actions. And I'm, I'm really at a breaking point. I have a lot of things that I have to get done within this month. A lot of things that I have dedicated myself that I've left undone. A lot of arresting of my even wayward schedule that I had before the start of August, where my entire schedule was flipped on its butt and had to be at the mercy of so many other people's schedules and needs. And whilst I'm super happy that I was able to stretch myself like that, I, I had a wall. I have hit a wall about how much I can actually take now because I need the time to get done what I need to get done and I'm I'm just not willing to leverage any more of it. So what are those things? Well, I want to start being more uh you know, preemptive when it comes to podcast recording. I think that would be beneficial as much as I've been fairly successful at getting out a podcast same day and recording everything and getting it all together. It's a lot of stress, and I do feel a lot better with a little bit more time given. Um, you know, perhaps some f- pre-recordings. I do have a few. I just, they need to be produced as well. So it's either production that I have to put in the work for or you know, something, something I have to do in order to get it out. So I want to be more premeditative, more uh, proactive about my podcast schedule. I give myself the allowance of Tuesday nights instead of Monday mornings just because, you know, I've been doing this long enough now to kind of feel it out and I feel like that's a better schedule. And I, I won't be delinquent this week because of that. So I'm very happy because I was able to have a very nice Labor Day. And by the way, everybody, happy Labor Day. Uh, I know it's belated and I didn't put out any posts, but I took the opportunity to be with my family all day yesterday and kind of turn off for most of the day. As I said, the only thing I put out was a post about my lack of understanding for people who just don't believe in God. And that was honestly the only thing I said yesterday on social media. And, uh, I got quite the reaction and quite the amount of comments from it, but that was like all I put out. You know, I I would like to, every holiday that I feel is worthy of celebration, I'd like to put something out that's kind of centered around the podcast. Um, You know, I'd like to recognize all those things, things that 
you know, could share with you guys the value systems I have and what I feel is important to me. But this, this past year, I, I, you know, the, the thing that I really wanted was to, to have a moment with my family where we all got together and celebrated birthdays. And we did. We took Labor Day as a, as a calling to celebrate my birthday, my dad's birthday, my brother's birthday. We all got a candle. We all blew it out. We all made a wish. I didn't make a wish. I actually just, I was just really there. And I was really grateful to be there. And I just took it in. I, I only stopped taking it in when it was really getting clear that everybody was getting antsy and about to go to bed or, you know, go home for the night. That's the, that's the only time that my attention was broken from what was happening. And it was a great, great holiday. So, and I didn't take, I didn't take a single freaking picture. It was crazy. Um, the only thing that I took a picture of was of the day before I got this really awesome rock that had a, a biblical quote. For, I think it was Psalm 46. Oh, I'm going to butcher it. I think it's 4610, but I could be off. But anyway, it it had a, a psalm on it, and it was great. And now it, it rests with ash, and it's the blessing that I'm leaving in my car to kind of be there and give me strength. You know, I, I was... I was told it's really not a good idea to put too many things hanging from your rearview mirror or anything like that. So, you know, just having a little rock. And I have this perfect little, I don't even know what this little part of the dash middle section is for. But there's just like this perfect little place. I guess it's for change. But if you live anywhere in Baltimore County or city, you just don't leave change in your car. It's not a good idea. I've had people break in my car for far less. Uh, so I, I, you know, I don't, I don't leave anything willy nilly. I don't even leave cords hanging out very much in my car these days. Like I've, I've heard people breaking into cars to steal a phone charger for crying out loud. So I don't even do that now. Um, but this rock, I'm, I'm believing in my car and I, I hope it'll bless us. And it was perfect timing, you know? This lovely lady at church named Tracy, sending a prayer to her because she's lovely and, and um, I'm really happy because her dad was able to join our church and be with us this past weekend. It was really cool to meet him. So yeah, it was it was great. And, uh, and that was the only picture I took because I was kind of overwhelmed at the timing and just how cool that was to have something perfect for my car. And of course... Yeah, Tracy. She was actually the person to give me my first thing in church. She gave me a awesome bookmark for my Bible. And it was really cute. And uh, what did it have on it? Uh, it had some saying on it. But it was really good. I, I wish I could remember it. But it's in my Bible right now. Like it, it's, it's a, Oh, no, it's not my Bible. It's my Bible in a year book. Okay, so I was talking about things that I want to do. So be preemptive with the podcast. That's one. Celebrate holidays more consistently and more in the name of the podcast. So I want to have opportunity to do that. Um, always growing the podcast. So that's that's true. Um, and I think that this is a very pivotal time right now to do what I'm doing 
in terms of the podcast to make sure it's really awesome moving ahead. I have not been doing my calligraphy as much as I should in order to be both in the word and practicing my calligraphy, um, which I'd like to start again. Um, I have a sincere dedication to that. Uh, today's Tuesday. Usually Tuesdays are wood carving days, but this didn't turn out to be that. Rico is very looking forward to hunting season, and he's getting all geared up and went to Dick's Sporting Goods today, and he's he's talking about stocking our freezer, and I, I'm excited about that too. And, you know, uh, taking my Tuesday to do wood carving is great. If I get the opportunity, awesome. That'll be what I do, but... You know, Tuesdays now uh, might require a lot more energy either for the podcast or for tattooing. I want to open up my books again. Don't know how many people I'm going to be able to offer, but I've had a lot of inquiries about work. So, and now that I have a car, I got to pay for it. So, um, I got to pay for a lot of things. You know, that's the thing. You, you, if you deserve it, you earn, you earn it and you work for it. So, you know. I've had a lot of people asking about tattoos, so I'm, I gotta do them. I gotta do tattoos. And uh, I'd like to paint more. I'd like to use up more of the supplies that I have downstairs. Um, and the biggest one, the one that as I'm sitting here, I know I need to do, is start working out. I'm gonna make it small. I'm gonna make it measured. I actually just, I had too many times with it calling to me on social media as I was there. And I was really, I was really feeling like God was speaking to me. And I, I know that um, jujitsu is not something that I, I really can do right now because, you know, you got to actually fight people. And I really just need to fight myself right now. <laughs> I think that's really better. Um, so I signed up for Asana Rebel, and it's a, it's a yoga app, and it, it just offers you a lot of things. It's like, it's, let you know, guys, it's not that expensive. I was thinking it was going to be a hell of a lot more expensive, and it's like a light, it's a light reminder kind of nutrition checkpoint app that if you can be diligent enough to, I mean, I'm already on my phone. I might as well, like, dedicate some time to this freaking app and do something for myself. So the goals that I've set for myself, which I'm already delinquent on those, is to work out 10 minutes, two days a week. And I think I can do that. I really think I can do that. And I, you know, I really want to start getting more into yoga because I, I, what I appreciated about yoga was just that it really does help balance out your body, the kind of movements, the way it taxes both sides of your body and the way that it does it it's just so good for increasing consciousness of what your body's capable of and what it needs. And recently I've just been having a lot of pain uh, in my hands and in my joints of my upper body, which I don't have ever. And that's confronting for me. That's not okay. That's unacceptable. And I'm not going to blow anything out, but I am going to start doing something as a result of that. 
that needs to happen. And it's going to happen when I want it to happen. Um, and I say that very affirmative because I, you know, I, I, I have a person in my house that is very challenging. I love Rico to death, but he is a challenge. And he has his very fervent mind about everything. And it is always so much energy, I swear, to do anything, honestly. <laughs> um, and I, th- I think it's just because he has so much energy to spare, which I don't. I don't anymore, you know. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to have to actively override a lot of the stuff that comes from him. But again, it's all a test, and I love Rico, and I'm, I know that he, at the end of the day, will do anything that he knows is supportive of me, even if I have to defend it wildly in the face of him. Uh, he, he'll will, he will. So I guess this is a good time to leave you all. Um, not quite sure what I'm going to call this. I know I usually give an announcement about what it's going to be called before we get started. But this was such a weird, weird uh, recording thing, experiment. I might just call it experiment. You know, like just, just kick it with experiment. Experimental diary entry. I don't know. Something like that. But that's what it was. It was just very off the cuff. And, um, you know, I guess after this, I'm going to get my butt downstairs and start doing some yoga. Ten minutes at least. Okay, diary listeners. I want to very much so uh, offer blessings to all of you for this week ahead. I hope everybody has a very lovely end to the summer. Uh, As your kids go back to school, I really hope for the best teachers, the best learning environment, um, endless well-being, uh, all the awesome education that can be had. I hope everybody has a very, very productive, productive uh, week, month, year, all of it. God bless and I love you listeners. Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diary. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our our listeners. listeners.